But it was, you know, weirded out. the yeah. late 70s, early 80s. Everything was weird. It was awesome. This is The Creative Double Shot, a conversation about building the creative life you want. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Ginger. If you want more creativity in your life, let's talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Creative Double Shot. Welcome. Today we're talking about permission and the many ways that that can apply. And that also comes with some other things too as well that we were discussing. Things like self-narratives, limitations we put on ourselves, that old puritanical demon productivity. Ah, curse you. <laughs> I was reading a blog post just yesterday by Nathan Bransford, a former literary agent, now mm. author and freelance editor. And he kind of sparked the idea in my head. And then you had talked about some of the things you were thinking about, and it all seemed to come together in a very happy jumble, which is really a nice tagline for our podcast here. Well, I had found a note that I had written to myself. Oh, yeah? It said, possible discussion topic for podcast, internal limitations. And then we, that's what or I think. psychological we, limitations. Yeah. And that's when we started talking about, did you say parameters? I think oh, was parameters the word. is yeah. the word I used. And that's when we that's started right. talking about narratives and how a lot of times we close ourselves in because yeah. we have these narratives. And so we don't allow ourselves or give ourselves permission nice. to move beyond these narratives or these boxes that we've stuck ourselves in, which if you're Yogi Kudu from real people back in the day, he could stuff his whole body into a oh, two foot by two foot box. I will never forget that. And they dropped him in the pool. Because, the, yeah, the box like got all kind Steamy. of, con yeah, condensation and stuff. And I was, was riveted. It was weird. But it was, you know, weirded out. the yeah. late 70s, early 80s. Everything was weird. It was awesome. So I was reading Nathan Bransford's thing about giving yourself permission to do a number of things. He was talking about permission to not be productive. The success of a thing isn't based on how much you produce. And he was talking about how he went to Scotland for three weeks and he recognized his privilege in that. But at the same time, you know, he's a freelancer, so he has his time is his own to do with what he wants or can afford, I suppose. But he was talking about previous vacations where he would go and he'd have everything mapped out and try and do as much as he possibly could and always be looking toward that next thing. And this time he just went and he's like, well, if I felt like reading all day, I would just sit and read all day. If I wanted to go visit a castle, I would do that, but I had nothing planned out. And he gave himself permission to not try to pack everything in. I think that's interesting too when we talk about our daily practice, how you've mentioned a lot, how a lot. it's like, well, I feel like if I, I need to get all this stuff done before I'm allowed to do my right. creative practice. I won't be able to relax in my creative practice until... I do blah, blah, blah. I won't be able to relax my creative practice until I put off doing my creative practice <laughs> exactly. and then feel bad about it, so bad about it that I don't even go to it. Right. That's my favorite. <laughs> Which, man, we've all been there yeah. often. Often and Every oh, day. My, yeah. We'll link to that blog in the show notes. But it was really good. It was just kind of neat, the timing of it. Um, I've been struggling a little bit with this opening scene still. Um, but I've also been making headway in it as well. And just like not trying to be like, well, I have to get this done by X, Y, or Z, because like I mentioned in the previous episode, I believe is that this sets the whole book up. So it's okay to take my time. And then the other thing I was thinking about was East of Eden, John Steinbeck, the Hebrew word Timshel, which I'm probably mispronouncing, 
Um, and there's a conversation in there, I think recurring, about what it means. And the King James translation of the word is thou shalt. Mm. And the Hebrew interpretation is thou mayest. And I just, it just I made me think of that one thing about permission. And it's like, yeah, you, you have a choice ultimately. And you don't have to, you can take a break from things such as your narratives that you were talking about. So I didn't know if you wanted to dig in a little bit more about the narrative aspects and some of the things that you've encountered or, you know, your own narratives that you've had to give yourself permission to not observe, right? not yeah. obey. Yeah. So there's a letting go in there, but also just be an awareness. You have to be aware of what your personal stories are. Mm -hmm. And I think a, a huge one for me is, for instance, I'm getting ready for a show right now. And immediately I go into sort of this marketing mindset of, oh, well, I need good new stuff to sell. And so... I started telling myself, you can't sit around and noodle and noodle around. You know, you have three weeks until this thing. It's got to be fast and good. <laughs> and what would happen if you showed up with just your back stock that you currently right. own? What do you think would happen? Exactly. I'd probably sell a lot of it. People, no one has seen it. It's been, you know, pandemic time. Yeah. The last show I did was this show a year ago. So, and, and it was limited because... You know, it was still pretty in the pandemic. So anyway, nothing. And But it is fun to make new stuff Absolutely. and show it, of course. Yeah. And so what I've come back to again this week is, all right, I, I can have both. I can noodle around and I don't have to come up with three new pieces a day or something. <laughs> right. And yet by playing around and experimenting around and also looking through some of my stuff that's just in my sketchbooks that might make a good, like, hey, oh, hey, somebody might like this. It's always fun to look through those with a fresh eye so that one of my narratives is not that I'm not being productive or if I'm just messing around, but I'll go back to my sketchbooks with a bunch of stuff that I'd messed around with right, and right. find stuff that actually is fresh and kind of cool. Like, oh, I didn't think of this as a finished painting but it's got life that I'd like to show people. So I found that interesting this week that I am looking through my older stuff with an eye. And I do this before every show. Yeah. Stuff it's that a, I had dismissed. That's a form of permission too, giving yourself permission to look at your previous work that you've put aside for whatever reason and sort and rediscover it. I'm always amazed at the, not that, I'm always amazed at my staggering genius when I, <laughs> no, but when I do go back and of course something's like, yeah, yeah, but then it's like, oh, wow, like I don't even remember doing this and it's interesting to me. And I think that's, that's the big nugget, right? When you go back and it's still interesting, it's like, oh, well, there is something here. Yes. What is that? Yeah. The narratives are, are fascinating and it's funny how they're also comfortable and so that's a big reason that we don't give ourselves permission to go beyond them because really it's scary. It's like yes. if you, I'm trying to think of one of those movies, but like, whatever you do, don't go outside. <laughs> I need to know what's out there. And then you go out there, it's like, oh my God, it's terrifying out here. But it's also pretty amazing. And uh, just, yeah, being able to step back from yourself. And that has a lot to do with that creating for you versus creating for other people or your imaginary audience, whoever that might be, 
And I think that's a huge thing to be able to give yourself permission to do is to engage in your creative practice. And we've said this over and over again, but I, I, I can't stress it enough. Mm-hmm. It's for yourself because again, if it's not interesting or exciting for you or challenging in a, in a good way, then why would it be that for anyone else? And even, and I guess even if it was, if it's, if something's dull for you or <laughs> lacks that spark and you're just cranking it out because other people are like, I love this. Well, that's no fun either. Right. And so permission to not know, I think is a huge one Yes. for probably writers and visual artists, particularly to get in there and make the mark or write the word and see what happens. I was talking about it with someone at work last night. There's this magical kind of thinking that you should be able to get it down fully formed the way you imagined it or whatever. And you don't even know exactly what that is. But that's not the case in any other pursuit or or lots of other pursuits. You know, you have to practice or, you know, you don't just decide you're going to build a bookshelf uh, never having done it before and don't think that you might have to try some things. I don't know. And so this permission to just go and make the mark for me, I think would help me loosen up and get me to the studio faster. I think I kind of hesitate because I'm not giving myself permission to not go there and make something good. <laughs> you're, you're right on the cusp of the Anne Lamott giving yourself permission to suck. Right. Exactly. Essentially. Yeah, that's and, so true. And I, yeah, you have to suck to know what you don't want. And uh, yeah, giving yourself permission to do that is pretty interesting. You think about social media, you think about the way a lot of stuff is conveyed these days and all you get are success stories for the most part. I mean, you can go out there and find all the junk you want, but when people are talking about their creative stuff, a lot of times you see the finished product, you hear about the book deal, you see about the gallery opening, but you don't see all the hard work that goes into that, the musician, all the practice, all the the gigs where they got stiffed on getting paid or, yeah. you know, all the, all the stuff that you have to go through to get to a place that you're making the stuff that you want to and in a context or an environment that you want to. And so then there's also giving yourself permission to enjoy or lean into the journey as opposed to fixating on, of course, the end product. And that goes back into, we were talking about, uh, this is along the lines of creating for yourself, but how do you take away that external factor when you're trying to create? And how do you give yourself permission to not worry about, oh, well, they're going to hate this, whoever they are, or <laughs> the beta readers are going to think Is I'm an idiot. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's our monthly reminder That's that they <laughs> is probably you, your inner critic. All of them got a crowd of inner critics. <laughs> but that's really difficult. But once you hit that flow state, usually is when all that stuff falls away. And so how do you set yourself up to hit that flow state? And and going back to that Nathan Bransford blog post, he was talking about giving yourself permission to create just in general, as opposed to doing all those things that we were talking about earlier. And as you say, honoring your practice Mm -hmm. and giving it the time that it deserves. And so I think, again, as always with a lot of things that we talk about here on the Creative Double Shot, There are a lot of layers and there are a lot of facets to these ideas. And it's really cool how, and scary, how often we don't give ourselves permission for a lot of things, whether you're at work, you know, you're stressing out. It's like giving yourself permission to back off and just handle what you can handle at that given moment in time and not worry because worrying isn't going to get any of the work done for you. 
I was just going to throw a little something in there for the artists who are marketing, are actively trying to market work and stuff like that, permission to succeed. I yeah. think there's a huge, I know I've suffered from this, this sellout versus real artist kind of thing, <laughs> which that dichotomy does not really exist. It's all in our our heads, this romantic notion. Of, or, I mean, it's not in our heads. It's, it came from somewhere. Yeah, it's But it's not people. something we have to, yeah, it's not something we have to buy into that we either successfully sell our stuff or we make good, real art. You can do both. Yeah, 100%. And I would say also give yourself permission to freak out. Like sometimes things are heavy and things are frustrating and, you know, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to avoid sometimes. And that was another thing that Nathan Bransford talked about was, you know, giving yourself permission to take a break. And I think that that's, we, we talked about the pause in the past. And mm-hmm. I think that that's always an option because sometimes just like anything, it's like if you eat pizza and you love pizza, but you have it 30 days in a row, eventually you're going to be like, I need a break from pizza. <laughs> and I think our creative practice is a lot like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's pretty good. But sometimes Cheesy. you do need a <laughs> kind of dough is that? <laughs> so it's okay to step back. You're not a failure. I think that's a big one. It goes back to the productivity thing that if you, if you take the slightest break, either someone's going to get something ahead of you or someone's going to be judging you. And the only one, of course, who's judging you is yourself because especially, oh, we've talked about this before too, where no one, people care, but they're not going to be disappointed or crushed if you don't succeed as an artist or if I don't succeed as a writer. And so we can take that right off the table. Right. Give yourself permission to just ignore that. <laughs> and then, you know, there's the inner critic, which I think is all wrapped up in all that too. And I so, think there's a little bit of fear too that you won't get back to, like if you take too much of a break. Oh, yeah. And you won't get back to it. There is definitely stuff, a fear but... of, of, yeah, of, which feels like failure, right? What if I never write anything ever again and everyone's going to think I'm a failure? People will just assume that's what happened because that's what happens with most people. <laughs> right. I'm writing. I'm no longer writing. Right. <laughs> and, and it's okay, right? Those people continue to live lives that they probably are enjoying. I think it, it comes down to giving yourself permission, though, to pursue something that if you don't, you will regret. And everything's permission now. Yeah. Self-permission <laughs> to go eat lunch. <laughs> but it, it's, it's interesting when you start looking at all of the stuff you do in a creative practice through any one of these types of lenses. And it's like, wow, it's just a big psychology game in a lot of ways that we put challenges in our place. And we also have the power to remove those challenges that we put there in the first place. And that's what I think we don't always feel empowered to do, even though we do have the power to do it. Sure, It is truly the emotional ball of twine. Yeah. And I was thinking too about the, uh, like professional jealousy type stuff where it's okay to feel it and it's natural, I think, especially if you're striving towards something. It's like, oh, that seems really cool. I want that. So give yourself permission to feel those feelings and not feel bad that you feel that way. Right. And then go, for me, that's always the motivator to get make sure I get back to it because it's like, well, it's not going to happen if I don't do anything. So might as well get back in the chair and get back to what I'm doing because that's where the fun stuff is anyway. And on that note, I would say we're going to give ourselves permission to end this podcast. Yes. Hopefully this is nice and brief so that it can kind of give you a little shot in the arm and give yourself permission to do whatever it is you need to do for your creative practice and yourself. And then we'll also give you permission to tune in next week. Absolutely. Which is when we'll see you on the Creative Double Shot. See ya. See ya.